0: Welcome to leo roundtable at leoroundtable.com my name is chip the block and i'm your host we're a group of law enforcement professionals that talk about the news and issues but we do from a law enforcement perspective and let me go ahead and introduce our crew to you guys if you don't mind waiting for the video portion of our show and uh, let's see let's start off with the chief john newman we have captain brett bartlett lieutenant randy sutton lieutenant bob Kroll. we have corporal david d'agresta officer andrew Casale, and producer, Will Statser. So thanks, guys, for being on the show. Also, a shout-out to our sponsors. And we have a new sponsor this evening, Motion DSP. More information about them coming up. Uh, Guardian Alliance Technologies, GunLearn.com, MyMedicare.Live, Tack-Tote.com. And we are fueled by bang energy. So thanks to all those entities for helping make this show happen. You know, I've got um, some articles here and and there's a bunch. 47 Almeida County deputies have been stripped of their powers for not passing a psychological evaluation. But to me, the story is really um, how they ended up coming across and finding that this existed. So we're in Dublin, uh, California. So that probably doesn't shock most of you guys, but almost 50 Almeida County Sheriff's deputies were demoted and placed on desk duty after review of their psychological evaluations determined that they should not be law enforcement officers. So the internal audit of the sheriff's department was launched after an off-duty Almeida County Sheriff's deputy, Devin Williams Jr., he fatally shot a married couple inside their home back on September the 7th, according to K.R.O.N., so police said that Deputy Williams had been involved in a romantic relationship with a 42-year-old Maria Tran, used a service weapon. He was off-duty, but he used a service weapon to kill her and her husband, who was 57-year-old, uh, Benison Tran. So an investigation after Deputy Williams uh, was apprehended determined that he had actually failed a psychological evaluation when he, back when he joined the Sheriff's Department back in uh, 2021. So the Sheriff's Department decided to launch an internal audit figure out if there was anybody else patrolling the county who should not have been psychologically cleared for duty, and that was on Fox News. So... Then we get to this news. I made a county sheriff, Gregory Ahern, sends out a letter. September 23rd said the department had finished the internal audit found that 47 active duty deputies had received a uh, not suited uh, rating psychological evaluation. And this is all all the way dated back to January of 2016. So those 47 sheriff's deputies, they're stripped of the law enforcement powers. So they have to turn in their guns and badges. According to Fox News, they'll be reassigned the desk jobs within the sheriff's department, retain full pay and benefits, and they're going to be scheduled for new psychological testing and reevaluated and considered whether or not they're going to be, you know, deputies again. So anyhow, that's, that's what we got. Um, so I see captain Brett wants to um, talk about this ago, so and I'll get to the other ones afterwards.
1: What, what it doesn't say is that they took the personnel guy around back and just thumped him around a little bit. Now, you know, if these guys, if these officers have a more than a year on, you know, it could be argued, they have a, they have a property interest in that job, right? Where's the union, where, where's the hearing? Uh, did they do a good job during that year? Is there any provision for retesting? I think there's going to be some backlash against this. But again, the first person to be fired is whoever allowed this to happen.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they're all going to be retested, and they're being—they're keeping their jobs at full pay, but they just don't have arrest powers, which of course makes, I guess, complete sense. Uh, Chief John, what do you think?
2: No, I think Brett's right. Somewhere along the line, personnel and training—you have a checklist. You know, if you don't qualify, if you don't pass the PAT or whatever, you're out. I mean I I still I get all my screenings for all my all of my applicants and I have to go through them and there's a rating form just like there was on this one but I think the you know obviously it's a negligent hire um, situation for the lawsuit and they, but they have to make the connection that it's because he failed the psych exam that this person did this horrible you know horrible act um which you know I, I'm I'm sure they're they're negligent in some regard but then you have 46 other law enforcement officers that haven't turned around and and, and killed anybody and are still working in, in, in good standing. So I I think there's an uphill climb when it comes to this suit, but this is really checking the box and somewhere in that department in the personnel and training division, someone just overlooked that completely.
0: We will be right back. So let's talk about industry leader and technology solutions for law enforcement. It's guardian Alliance technologies. Their software will cut background investigators time in half. Now, we all know there's a call for more accountability in hiring and selecting who gets to wear the of badge. And when Guardian, they've developed a CGIS compliant background investigative software platform that helps weed out problematic applicants in record time. And with Guardian, the entire background check process, it's more comprehensive, but it's also much faster for both the agency and the applicants. There's no fees or long-term commitments, so I strongly recommend that you visit them today at Technologies.com. Also, MyMedicare.Live. Look at this panel. We're all getting older Closer to that Medicare age, if not past it already. Except for Officer Andrea Casal, there. Yeah, she's she's pretty young. Uh, but anyhow, uh, look. Uh there's over 80 options in Hillsborough County, Florida, where I'm at. Um, and these benefits, they can change annually. So how do you know you're getting the benefits for your specific health care needs? The answer is simple. Contact mymedicare.live or area code 813-245-6656. Uh, talk with James or Bobby. Meet with them in person. If you're in the Tampa Bay area in Florida, they'll help you save medi- uh, medication co-pays. They'll find plans your doctors accept and get you more of the benefits that you uh, actually qualify for. So, again, mymedicare.live. Well, like Lieutenant like, Randy like, and then Corporal David Scott go uh, Diagresta. but go ahead, guys. Yeah.
3: Well, if you if you actually, if you read the rest, there was a number of articles on this. Um, this sheriff is the one who hired him even though he had failed the test. Uh, so this was, uh, and, and now they're looking at if this was done on a regular basis. Um, now, the sheriff <coughs> was diselected, so... He doesn't have to clean up this leaky bag of of stuff here that his 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 uh, incoming sheriff is going to have to. But it it appears that these were hires made um, on a, on a basis of the sheriff saying, "Well, hire him anyway." And this is not the first time this has occurred. Uh, this has occurred a number of times in a number of cities, and every one of it leads to something really really bad down the road.
0: Thanks, Lieutenant. Uh, David, did you have any words about Bob (laughs) Kroll too? Go ahead. No. Everybody at
4: once, guys. Rep brings up a good point that you know they they're on now. They're they've got a vested interest in this job. And most you know our labor agreement had a appeals process. Okay. You go to the city shrink uh, they flunk you, you go to the union shrink and then they pass you. Then the, you got a drawing for an intermediate shrink to, you know, weigh in and be the deciding factor. So I'm, I'm sure there's something like that going to kick in. Um, it's not their fault that the guy hired him and they weren't fit, <laughs> but it's open up talk about liability. Can you hear the freight train coming? I mean, there's going to be some payments paid out. Uh, people are going to come out of the woodwork that they were mistreated by one of these 40, what you say, 48 people?
0: You know, 37, yeah. That's going to be a problem.
5: You know, All right, so, as long as,
0: as
1: long as they can prove they're not window lickers, they should be able to stay, right? Just if they've been doing the job without any troubles, retest them, redo it. But, you know, and we're going to hear another story tonight about a, 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 a police or a mayor who's hiring a bunch of policemen with no background investigation. It's just insane. You know, you can do a, a background investigation that shows nothing. And, and a couple of years later, a cop does something stupid. Right. But to not, as, as John says, check these blocks and do at least what's minimally acceptable. You're just leaning into this civil left hook.
0: All right. Thanks, guys. Moving along. We've got a uh, deputy fire, Two corrections officers resigned after staging an inmate wrestling match. <laughs> this is in Lancaster, Ohio. So we have three fair, uh, Fairfield County Sheriff's Office employees. They're no longer with the agency. Shocker. After security video showed up. Uh, with the officers engaged in wrestling matches with the inmates. So it was the officers and the inmates. Uh, the Lancaster Eagle Gazette reported corrections officers, Kyle Archibald, Landon Talbot, and deputy Sean Pettit organized matches with several inmates. According to the uh, sheriff, Alex uh, Lepe, LAPE, L A P E. the matches were purely consensual with the inmates and officers shaking hands following the matches, but it did take a fellow corrections officer several days to report it. Um, you just can't make this stuff up, uh, Chief John.
2: Look, I'll say one thing, man. They they violated the first rule of Fight Club. They confirmed that there was a Fight Club. <laughs> you know, the first rule of Fight Club is there's no rule, there's no Fight Club. That's it. That's simple. Didn't they watch the movie?
0: Yeah, you may be on the something, Chief. Alright.
2: You know, I'm not, I'm not feeling
6: it. I, you know, what Okay, they make this this is like movie stuff, but if, if they're Truly wrestling as a sport, the sport of wrestling. There's no punching or kicking or biting or eye gouging. That's for of crap. It's almost at one point you kind of go, okay, what's the difference between that and a basketball game between inmates versus the the staff, or a mixed a mixed mixed teams of inmates versus the staff, and people are throwing elbows and 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 you know charge fouls. I mean, you name it. So I'm kind of like all right I mean it was all consensual it was a good time everybody had a, it now it's 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 it, it's getting kind of weird for me it's like okay was that really that horrible but I I guess so if they were firing people so but I don't know
0: Lieutenant Randy
3: I was just waiting for the Mazzola oil to come out
0: uh you know co-ed wrestling matches shirts and skins I know I know where you're going okay <laughs> All right, uh, um, Lieutenant uh, Kroll and uh, and Captain Bartlett, go ahead, guys, and we'll move on.
4: Some of these stories this week are hitting awful close to home. This may or not resemble, and the statute of limitations is way over, but Minneapolis officers Boomer, Schumer, and Mike Lardy wrestling with the Powell brothers in their backyard on a makeshift ring. It was a cage match with mattresses in the yard. It was either wrestle or be arrested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two shows to wrestle, one shows to run, but good times.
0: Uh, uh, that's funny, Captain. Remember, we had a cop that wrestled a guy on the hood of his police car, whether he's going to get a ticket or not. Remember that? No, no.
1: <laughs> and listen, I don't know much about corrections, but I'm fairly certain you shouldn't be wrestling with the inmates. You should avoid touching the inmates whenever possible. What if one of those inmates? had injured that officer or attacked the officer, right? Started beating on the officer. Then the officer had to come and kick his behind. How could you possibly charge eventually that inmate with, with beating up the, they need to go do something else. Maybe that uh, agency that doesn't do background checks can pick them up.
0: Well, you know, yeah, David, you see the captain has gotten such an administrative you know, head on his shoulders, you know, that's what just ruins every good story. You know, he sees it from that administrative angle, him and John, I'll tell you, you know, um, let's see, we've got a $4 million verdict for an LAPD captain uh, over fake nude photo shared by officers. So, you know, we didn't get to the story last week, and but now we have a subtle or not a subtle. we have a, uh, you know, an, an amount that's been paid out. So yes, Los Angeles police, we got jurors found that the sharing of the photo, ah, I got, I'm running out of time. Look, I what the appetite, we'll be right back. All right. Look, no matter how much you know about guns and ammunition, there's that knowledge gap that leaves you confused and missing the complete picture. Gunlearn.com, they've taken the confusion out of learning and they've made it easy. Gunlearn.com is the first and only company that offer a step-by-step program that takes you from your present knowledge level to become a safe, accurate, and competent certified firearm specialist, like Captain Brett Bartlett here. Now, they provide citations from federal law and ATF rulings for every point taught to ensure accuracy. And their training is approved by major forensic organizations, law enforcement agencies, and firearm manufacturers. Since 1996, they've taught everything that Leo's need to know about firearms and ammunition to all facets of law enforcement. Now you can start the day with online training or register to attend a live seminar. You can also get free training for yourself and the personnel at your agency by hosting a seminar at no cost. So come aboard as one of the most firearm knowledgeable people in the world by joining the folks at gunlearn.com. Well, Welcome back to the Leo Roundtable Show. And, you know, we're on our last 10-minute segment for the first half of the show. So when, whatever topic we're on at the end of this first half, we'll start off with a new one when we come back after commercial break. So we've got the jurors in this case found out that the sharing of the photo of a bare-breasted woman whose face was digitally altered to resemble <laughs> Captain Lillian Carranza 33 year, 33 year department veteran. It created a hostile work environment and they agreed with her lawyers that the top brass did nothing to stop the circulation of the photograph or, um, to explain the image. So that's, you know, where they're at. So that's a, that's a lot of money. So, but that's, that's what came down the pipe. Captain. I got uh,
1: when, when they did that to me, Chip, it was, <laughs> I just lost a lot of sleep and I think you did too. Um, uh, it's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. Somebody's going to get in trouble. It's wrong. The chief didn't do the right thing. It's wrong. Go ahead, John. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Now, now, you know, you know, John, I, I, you know
1: Sometimes, sometimes
0: the, chief, you, the chief said that he didn't want to do anything because he thought that it would add fanfare and everybody would want to go find it and look at it'll it. It'll
2: go viral, right? I, I don't. I don't disagree with that. I mean, at some point, if you poke the bear, then you know it. It becomes newsworthy when it wasn't newsworthy, or it becomes viral when only a select few people know about it. And you sit on that fence and you look at the pros and the cons. Okay, if I don't tell people, because once he recognizes, um, you know, the photos out there and he tells everyone not to look at it, what's everyone going to do? They're going to go look at it. So I, uh, I, it's, I think you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. In this situation, the fact that it's dealing with one of his staff members, I think something firm needed to be put out. Whether or not they reference the specific pictures, I think that's <laughs> where he kind of dropped the ball. But, um, you know, it's a hard situation to be, uh, um, you know, whether you do it or not, because sometimes bringing attention to something when only a select few people know about it could be just as bad. So I, I I see the Chiefs' point of view, but I still think they should have, made, obviously, you know, with the amount of money they have to pay out now. Go ahead, Dave. What were you laughing at? What are you laughing at, Dave? I couldn't find the picture. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> That's all <laughs> <Just> to say. <laughs> to your point, going viral. <laughs>
1: Well, I think he can, I think the chief should have done something. It should be, if not, they all says, listen, there's, here's our policy. This is bad. If you get caught doing it, you will be punished severely without bringing up, you know, a whole lot of uh, uh, fine points. But yeah, I think he should, because, you know, how much money did this cost the city? And I don't know if he was going to win or not, but if he had just said, uh, reminder, all my people, this is bad. We have a policy. This is bad. Don't let me catch you doing this. This is what you're going to get. At least he's done everything he can do without, like John said, you know, kicking <clears> over <throat> that kicking over that uh, amp pile.
6: Yeah. Wait. Wait a minute. I'm fairly certain that John Newman was somebody was involved in a picture uh, altering deal. Tampa. I think it was one of Chip's pictures said, you changed the face on the family photo. We put it all over the place in the district yeah that was i think that was john and i'm not gonna say i was involved but somebody was i vaguely
0: i vaguely remember that but i've tried to wipe it out of my memory so
1: i'm not saying we haven't done it it's just wrong
0: (laughs) all right well apparently something david said got rainy to change his mind and he closed that microphone so but but, i'll uh, just say that
6: nobody in in that picture was was nude that i recall (laughs) anyways
0: Well, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for at least throwing that in there for me. I appreciate it. Andrea.
4: I think there's a lot of pictures, maybe not quite to this extent that float around in most departments, but I mean, four $4 million is kind of a lot. I think that I mean, maybe, yeah, she should be compensated, but $4 million. I, I just don't know how you completely justify that. It's not going to make the situation better for her. You know, that's not going to go away. But $4 million. It's kind of like a, you know, I mean, are they really going to learn their lesson? Now they're just going to be ticked off. They're just going to sit there and be like, Man, well, that was ridiculous. I'm going to go do it for somebody else so that I can get $4 million. And, and maybe
6: maybe the body that they put her head on was better than – maybe it would have been like an improvement or something. How about
0: that?
4: I, I mean, I would maybe take that if somebody wants to improve mine. Yeah. I'd be all for it. It's all right.
0: Well, now we're going to have all of our subscribers and radio listeners. I'm going to get flooded with emails. That was and a joke. That was a joke. Thanks a lot, Andrea. That
4: was a joke. I'm so Sorry
1: yeah let's see right. it's now it's out there and we don't want to bring attention to it because it's just going to make them go crazy so here's the thing don't do it don't do and,
0: it and you know what brett we're, now we're gonna have to post every one of those things that someone sends us with uh, with andrea's name on it we're gonna have to post them on our channel now we're just gonna have to producer will i think i think that we're obligated to but uh,
1: right
4: can, I, can I get the? yeah can i get the four million dollars with it if i get the four million dollars <laughs> i'll give you guys each a cut
0: all right well look let's see we've got a uh sergeant suing macy's for racial profiling after she's accused of shoplifting um look we're at the it's yonkers macy it's a uh, sergeant uh eva Pena. uh you know, look she's uh nypd she's filing a federal lawsuit in brooklyn federal court and she's saying that they falsely arrested her and maliciously prosecuted her without having observed a crime committed in their presence so um Look, the whole thing with the shoplifting, you know, so for the people who aren't law enforcement listening, look, cops can go to a store and arrest a shoplifter. And it's one of the few times where you can typically arrest on a misdemeanor that you did not observe. You're taking the word of the investigator, whoever, you don't have to have a video of it. Um, You know, you can take that word of that person, you know, for that kind of a misdemeanor. So there, anyhow, so she's, anyhow, it's funny that she's saying, using this argument, and uh apparently the uh samantha newton henry she's the um protection officer i guess that was involved in the investigation they follow her in the bathroom and there's no video of her stealing anything which is typical people go in dressing rooms and stuff and they'll like you know stuff clothing and stuff so how in the world you can't have a, a a video camera in a dressing room right but she goes in the bathroom and in the toilet she leaves a bunch of tags from the clothing and stuff and then when she leaves they end up finding um all the stuff in the bags and stuff that she had stolen and stuff but she's saying that it was uh she's um you know from out of the country. So she's saying it's racial and there's a lot of other excuses she's using and just playing the deny game instead of, you know, taking, um, taking responsibility for what she did. So anyhow, so that, that's what happened with that. But I'm trying to get to the one with a, with a video here, cause we've got about three and a half minutes left. So let's see, we have a, uh, a, uh, ex Nashville cop shot, uh, Daniel Hambrick to be released after serving less than half of a sentence. That was a really weird, um, story. Um, Lieutenant Randy, I thought that you might have inter- been interested in that, but that's a Nashville guy. Uh, there's a, a fatal shooting of a 25-year-old Daniel Hambrick in 2018. Now, this guy served uh, less than 18 uh, months, and it happened uh, back in July 26 of 2018. We've got the Metropolitan Nashville Police Department involved, Officer Andrew Delkey, and the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation was involved in it. Um, but anyhow, he was involved in a shooting. Uh, we got a guy that jumped out of a car armed with a gun. He flees. And uh, Officer uh, Delkey, of course, he radios for backup because everybody uses the radios. But then he starts chasing our bad guy through a residential area But he shoots him when he's running away from the officer. But he's running towards other officers while he's still got the handgun um, in his hand. And uh, so the former officer's attorney, I said, former officer's attorney is David Rabin. So that's what he said in the New York Times. So, and the Tennessee law permits the officer to use deadly force if there's danger to others, like just about everywhere else. So, and they got surveillance footage, you know, of that. So that's what happens with the officer. They're making a big stink over him getting out early. And let me just throw in the last one uh, real quick before we talk. This video is Scott County Sheriff, former officer charged after use of force incident. <coughs> And uh, that's Waldron police sergeant uh, is charged after an uh, Arkansas state police investigation of an arrest that happened in February. It was called the multiple body cams. Waldron Sergeant Omar Gonzalez used excessive force against a suspect after a chase. The guy, bad guy's name was Robert Deer. And the Arkansas uh, police said that Officer Gonzalez approached Deer from the blind side, kicked him in the back of the head, put his knee in Deer's back, continued to hit him several times uh, in the head with his fist, and um, there's a sheriff's deputy that I guess they're saying was complacent, you know, and was aware of all this stuff. So Gonzalez is charged with three counts of battery in the third degree. The sheriff's, it says sheriff, doesn't say deputy, but Randy Shores is charged with two counts after uh, of being an accomplice um, to the battery in the third degree. So that's kind of what we've got. We've got about a minute and a half guys um, comments.
1: Yeah. The Dude. first one, the first one, Chip, uh, I don't know how that cop got convicted. It just proves that a jury of six people are idiots because the they're not smart enough to get off the jury the my god one, brett look yeah. at
6: look at the guy the, the video that we're going to see i wish you to tie them together the video that's coming up where the cop is chasing the guy the guy spins around and shoots him he yeah. had a gun in his jacket not even in yeah. his hand and they and they convicted this guy in tennessee i could and, and i couldn't believe it i don't, I either, I don't know why either his attorney's know, yeah. an
1: idiot or, or what is going on up there somewhere somewhere somebody's forgetting to hire use of force experts there's forgetting. I could go on there with the little as I got going on and I could prove that the guy could turn and spin on him. And I'm just some, you know, ex-captain guy. It is ridiculous. Now, but, he, that, he, but that, he that played. He played. one. He played. Yeah. I know, he I know, I know. I don't know what goes yeah, through their head. But, but, it, I don't but know.
6: his but his attorney had to be telling him, You got you better plead. And it, yeah. granted, Nashville, okay, liberal right. city, you know, galore, but still there's videos out there by the hundreds. Not about yeah. hundreds. Tons, enough videos where you could find one. We got one on the show tonight about a guy spinning around as a cop is chasing him and shoots yeah. him. And they're saying that this guy wasn't in danger because yeah. what? And the, the idiot father says, oh, I could, have a hand, I could have a hand grenade in my pocket. And as long as I'm running away from you, I'm not in danger. Oh, crap jesus that was just insane
0: thanks to our panel for being here and also thanks to our sponsors and especially our new sponsor motion dsp looking forward to having a long relationship with them guardian alliance technologies gunlearn.com mymedicare.livetac-tote.com also the bang energy for fueling us and allowing me to talk so quickly hope everybody has a wonderful and a safe week